Blog Talk Radio. Today, Sunday, March 20th. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are happy um, about your presence here tonight. We have a wonderful guest planned. Um, Tonight's show is a little different from what we normally do. Of course, we normally speak with people who are beauty professionals in the beauty industry. Um, But tonight we are celebrating Women's History Month, and we have a very special guest um, joining us in a few moments. But in the meantime, let me remind you guys that If you uh, have a question or a comment for us or for tonight's guest, please uh, call us at 914-803-4399. Again, that's 914-803-4399. And I'm going to turn it over to Denise. She has a couple reminders for us. Good evening, and again, welcome to tonight's show. Just very quickly, I uh, mentioned last week about the Powder Group and some upcoming pro-to-pro uh, pro events that they were um, having. So the very next one is April 4th, uh, Mastering Clean Beauty with Carmilla Cunney. Again, Mastering Clean Beauty with Carmilla Cunney. So if you're interested in registering uh, for that event, if you are a non-member, the registration rate is $65, and you can register by going to thepowdergroup.com. If you are a union member or a PBA member, which is Pro Beauty, um, your registration is free, so you can RSVP by emailing kenya at thepowdergroup.com. And if you are a Powder Group member, your registration, again, is free, and you will automatically be um, invited to each session. So just wanted to throw that out there because April 4th is coming up soon. Um, so if you're interested, um, get out there now and, and register. All right. Again, I wanted, again, I wanted to thank you guys for joining us tonight. Um, I just want to quickly say um, we are so happy for our uh, listeners who have been supporting us for the last 14 years on this show. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your continued support, and thank you to the ones who will listen um, on the playback for those who don't have a chance to listen live. But again, we are excited about tonight's show. We're celebrating Women's History Month, and we have a special guest on with us tonight. I was getting ready to tell you uh, who she is, what she does, but I'll let her speak for herself. Welcome to the show, Carrie Shahidi. Hi. How are you? Hi. How are you? Can you hear me? We're good. I can I can hear you. How are you? Oh, okay. Good. We're, We're good. Wonderful. We're good. How's your Sunday going? I can going? hear your voices. 
brunch with two powerhouse black women in entertainment. Nice. Yeah, very invigorated. How about you two? How's the day? Relaxing, relaxing, relaxing. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. it. Yes, just relaxing. Well, we are happy to have you here. Why don't you introduce um, yourself to our listening audience and tell everybody a little bit about who you are. Sure. Uh, my name is Carrie Salter Shahidi. Um, I am, let's see, I'm a television executive. Um, I've had a few iterations in my life uh, in the world of business. Uh, I went from adult education, working in that space, to being a commercial actor, uh, to owning a production company alongside my daughter. Uh, who is student and actually socially engaged. Um, and I have two sons, Saeed and Esan, and my husband, Afshin. Uh, we all are, are somehow touching the business of production together. Uh, and uh, I'm a lifelong learner. I'm in my 50s, feeling like I'm just just getting the hang of things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it takes a while. <laughs> Right, right, and, and, and we're connected. We're connected because our cousin. So we're basically cousins because right. our cousin Nasir, uh, from each, from one from dad's side, one from mom's side, um, one from mom's side. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's who connects us. Yeah, that's who connects yeah. us. So I'm, I'm just and happy to be. Uh, I've heard it called one time cousins removed. Well, let's just call it cousins. There you go. Let's just call it cousins, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's too much to keep up with. (laughs) Too much to keep up with. So so go back a little bit because you said you you went from the whole space of adult education to being a commercial actress. What was that transition like? You know what? You know how we are, brown and black folks, always looking out for one another. I was out and about one day in the Midwest. I was in Minneapolis, and a young black man said, like, oh, wow, I think you'd have some success. He thought I was much younger than I was. So I was in my (laughs) mid-20s, but he thought I was in my late teens. But once he found out, his name is um, Teague, and once he found out, um, he was like, let's do this. He literally helped me take my first images shot by a black photographer um, and walked me into an agency, which happened to be the top agency in Minneapolis. And what's interesting about Minneapolis is years ago, it used to be fourth in commercial and film production. So it was a very busy oh, wow. city. <clears throat> yeah. And mm-hmm. so he uh, walked me in. And what was nice about stepping in in my mid-20s after um, – going to university and and grabbing a a graduate degree in business was that I approached it like a business. And so Mm -hmm. first I was doing it part-time and I was still running an adult education program. Um, And then I, I, you know, I began to just really kind of wrap up some success. I remember um, 
being pregnant with my first child, and this is before snapping a cell phone pic and texting it to someone. Um, but right. I remember walking in. Yeah, I walked in with her to my agency saying, oh, just wanted to show you I had this little girl. We named her Yara. Um, they took a Polaroid picture. They faxed it to um, – <laughs> I'm trying to think. They faxed it to Macy's or Target, one of those two. And the next day they called and said, oh, Yara has a job. I was like, how is that possible? I just, I just wow. showed her your face. But they had faxed her image. And so she started working at about seven weeks. And then her brother came weeks right old? behind her. Yeah, seven weeks old. Oh, my God. The first it. The first job she had was actually for the city of Minneapolis, and it was incredible. It's this picture in uh, the hands of a, a retired jazz musician, um, like oh, our wow, wow. Um And it was around making sure people had a will. So it, it's these, these weathered, beautiful hands holding this almost seven-week-old saying, if you don't wow. create your will – then somebody else will be holding your child. So it was a really interesting, oh, wow. impactful ad campaign. It, it, and that day was the first time she was smiling on cue. So it was, it was, it was um, quite the day. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that was the beginning of a really beautiful commercial career for myself and actually all four of my family members. My husband uh, was the photographer for Prince for many years. And every now and again, I could pull him in front of the camera with us to shoot a commercial. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I transitioned and really treated it like any other entrepreneurial endeavor. Uh, we relocated to Los Angeles in 2004, and I remember getting here, and another uh, peer of mine had moved here. And she said, oh, are you going to jump into the business here? I said, no, nah, there's so many incredible black women already working out here. And then she called me maybe 30 days later. I was like, girl, I already shot my first two commercials. So <laughs> it ended up, I, I ended up working out here, having a, a really, really abundant career. My kids have had incredible careers. Um, but what I've also done and I felt has been my purpose is to open the doors for other people that, are mm -hmm. in the business. Um, there, there's so much in this space for people that look like us um, that have yeah. not been shared with us. I, you know, I, I am like, I run two full-time, I have two different full-time jobs, but I really do my best to try and open doors and at least shed light on information that is typically not shared with our community uh, because there is such a level of abundance in this space, as you all know, as artists, as makeup artists, yeah, you know, getting it, getting in the union can be really mysterious and ambiguous, and it's so different yeah. in Atlanta, in Atlanta compared to New York, compared to LA, you know, they're all very different spaces. So, um, I've done my best to really try and be of service to people, uh, to share any information that I can. Um, so yeah, in the business and and. My young adults did what they're supposed to do. They evolved me. So I just did commercials. <laughs> they moved on to film and television. And um, both of them, the two older ones, are at university right now. Yara is 
weeks away from graduating, and Saeed is a sophomore in college. Wow. And then I, yeah, and then Essan is an eighth grader, and all three of them are taller than me, and so... (laughs) So why and, is it that yeah, the mothers the, the mothers always end up being the shortest the ones shorter in the house? Ones. Why is that? Yes. You know what? I'm okay with that because it encouraged <laughs> me to, to keep my edge. So yeah. I'm always caring you know, I'm caring for my health, my mind, my spirit, I'm nurturing my friendships. I'm there's so much that I'm doing that I had um set aside while they were shorter than me. Um, and <laughs> the older the older they get and the taller they get, the more space uh, I have created for myself. Um, right. So it's it's been a great it's been a great time. Well, well congratulations for you, though. on yeah the two no, adults. I was just going to say, con- yeah, congratulations on raising the two adults and, and and getting them through you know through college. That's that's awesome. Listen, let's be real. They're they're raising me. Let's just be really real. <laughs> they are raising me. I love it. I love and it. And I'm grateful. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. How was it, though, you know, with your kids being really young and you, you guys moving out mm-hmm. to L.A., um, and, and it, you know, they were young for a long time. You know, how was it trying mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. To, to do what you were doing and, and raising the kids as well? Well, the reason I stepped in into the commercial space, yeah, I, I stepped into the commercial space as an actor um, because I remember sitting around trying to think, like, I know I want a family, we want a family. What could I do that that helps me nurture my family, create financial abundance, and keep us together? And uh, once I stepped into the commercial business for myself before I had kids, I really started to see that this could be a space that we could have some success in. And so, like I said, I treated it like a business. A lot of people will look at the business from the outside and say, oh, you know, you have to look a certain way. And I'm like, you know what? Open the door to any preschool or kindergarten classroom. Every last one of those young humans are aesthetically just yummy. They are the iteration of, perfection. God has placed them on the planet, you know, and they are just incredible. So it's not about aesthetics. It's not like, oh, these people are cuter or anything. I really think that when I made that decision, I decided to treat it like I was running any other business. If I was running a finance business, if I was opening my own storefront, I treated the business of acting the same way. So I could walk into an audition and say, like, oh, I could look at the, the, the sign-in sheet, but I would be looking at who's the ad agency involved? Who's casting the commercial? Who am I sending thank you notes to? What information am I p- providing my agent with? Like, I would call and say, hey, um, this is the Boston ad agency. They're not looking for me, but I can tell you who they're looking for. I, can, I know they're aesthetic right. because I've auditioned for them before. So I was always just kind of studying the business. Um, mm-hmm. and really doing my best to absorb all that information. And, you know, what my father has always said is it, we're not networking in this business. That's not where you find success in life. You find success in 
relationship equity, which means the difference Absolutely. between equity, right? Oh my and God, Karen! Is, is I just saw that. I just. You just. I'm saw sorry. It? I just no, saw ahead. that yesterday somewhere. Somebody said yes. that yesterday. I just saw that. Yes. When you pour into people with no expectation, where mm-hmm. you're not looking for a trade-off, a tip for tat, mm-hmm. you never know mm-hmm. how, it, how it's going to come back into your world. Right. And so just, just from a space of curiosity, uh, from a space of wanting to be of service, and from a space of being purpose-driven, I feel like myself and my family, we've had wonderful success because we just want to be helpful. Uh, mm-hmm. Never knowing, you know, there are people that we've met in the commercial world that we are all of a sudden are partnering with in the TV production world. Never knowing wow. that those two worlds would cross. But it's like, oh, my goodness. When you build relationships with no expectation of outcome, I think that's where the beautiful blessings really uh, blossom. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. That's amazing. And as far as side note, I feel like everybody, every, like we're old school, right? Do you remember interning for free? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't that doesn't happen anymore. I'm not saying like oh my god, no, business owner. Right. There was a le- there was a lesson that I learned in having to be so scrappy. Um, that I feel like it's hard to learn. It's harder to learn when there's this exchange. Like, so me learning about television production, I did that on my own. I, you know, while I was curating another piece of my business, um, even with our production company, the first set of years, I for I forwent my salary so that we could hire the experts to guide us. So I, mm-hmm. you know, kind of in, interning in my own company so that I can right. learn the ropes. Um, right. So those are the two, those are the two things like walking into spaces, you know, open to learning and not necessarily worried and focused on, you know, kind of being had or, you know, it, it, it if you are in a space where you, you trust your gut, you're going to land with people that want to be of service to you, right? Yeah. They want to pour into you. So I really feel like that's important. Like if you have one skill set that's paying you, go ahead and nurture another skill set that maybe you're doing for free. And whether that's, you know, self-education or saying like makeup artists, like, hey, can I come shadow you or on set or can I come assist you on the non-union mm-hmm. stuff just, just so I can learn and I can be of service, uh, you know, or mm-hmm. people will come and ask, ask me, you know, can I come to set with you? Like, absolutely. Yeah, if I can find a space that you can be here and you can learn something and there's something where you can support me, awesome. Let's do it. Okay. So, Carrie, when I say, um, can I come to set with you? Um, <laughs> yes. I want you to say, absolutely. <laughs> I would. I would. I would. So I, I've, met people, I've met people in an airport. Somebody said to me, in a Boston airport, they were like, Chocolate mommy love? I was like, yes. <laughs> That's um, me. And it was a, yeah, it was a young lawyer 
and she was looking to get into the world of entertainment law. And I just asked, like, I was like, uh, if I were to check references, nobody's going to tell me, like, something, something wild is going to happen if I connect with you. She's like, absolutely not. Fast forward a year, she called me. She said, I've relocated out here, and because of you, I have a job. Wow. This is the wow. thing. Like, wow. And I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it because of what I did. I'm saying it because she took the chance to build a relationship. Right. To build a relationship. To build a relationship. That's so important. What it's about. Oh my God, that's so important. Yes. So let me ask you. Yes. Let me ask you this. So you mentioned earlier that you um, you've got a graduate degree in business, mm-hmm. and it just just looking at your your Instagram and just seeing how you interact with your family and and all the things that you all do. Why is education so important to you? You know, um, I think the art of learning is extremely important. Uh, it's like, remember back in the day when we were young, they wanted to teach us, quote, unquote, critical thinking skills, how to think mm-hmm. about something. I think by continuing to chase education, you're chasing curiosity. And, um, you know, in, in South Asian, uh, some South Asian communities and cultures, when you chase curiosity, abundance gets jealous and throws money at you. So if we were to kind of upside down things and say, I'm going to do things that fill my curiosity and, and inspire me, the only thing we can be is successful. And th- those curiosities change, shift, morph, expand, you know, but we can only be abundant and, and successful if we're focused on that. If we're focused right. on filling ourselves up or focused on kind of the adventure of living, of just, you know, Yara always teases me. She's like, one, she calls me a professional professional. Like, why do you know so many <laughs> things about so many things? And I'm like, because I'm just so curious. I'm so curious. You know, if I get in an Uber, I'm like, you could write a book on, you know, having conversations with Uber drivers because most likely they've lived another life. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if you you take the time to start talking to people, uh, people that are running the valet, people that are driving the Ubers, people that are at craft service, you're going to start seeing like, oh wow, these are heads of, of former corporations. Maybe they had immigrated. Mm-hmm. Maybe they 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 run another business. Maybe they put three kids through college. Maybe they are starting something. Like, I'm just so curious. So education to me is directly tied to, you know, fulfilling and satiating my curiosity. And I think it's important for other people to approach education that way. And education doesn't have to be a four-year degree. It can be with your neighbor that has a skill set that knows something. It could be a trade school. It could be self-taught. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, It could be. Some people absolutely some people may call it no some people may call it nosy. I call it curious. Curious, right. (laughs) (laughs) I love that better. (laughs) Who are 
some of the, who are some of the women um, you were inspired by growing up, and who are some women that you're inspired by now? Oh my goodness, uh, my grandmothers, both grandmothers. Uh, mm-hmm. My grandmother Jones, a, an educator into the 90s. Uh, my grandmother Salter, an entrepreneur and as just as feisty as I am. I am just the evolution <laughs> of her. Thank, thank goodness both of them had grace. <laughs> they touched me with a little <laughs> bit of grace. Um, but both really, really inspiring women. I'm inspired by my mom. She's just such a gentle soul and I remember seeing a picture. I needed some pictures some years ago for a commercial I was doing. And she sent me the pictures, and I called her. I was like, oh, my goodness, y'all let me dress and move through the world any kind of way. And she said, <laughs> like, she was like, because that was you. The fact that she gave me such space to be this baseball hat-wearing, basketball-playing, mm-hmm. you know, human that was – deeply interested in languages and I was just kind of all over the place. And my mom Mm -hmm. quietly allowed me to be who I was, which is very different from her. We're very different people. Um, And so super inspired. I think, you know, I was gratefully, I gratefully birthed uh, one of the most inspiring people to me, which is Yara, you know, that's Yara. Uh, she's a deeply curious person and loves to share everything that she learns. And I'm just, I just sit there listening. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. I ask her to use words with less syllables, um, but <laughs> I am, I am just so excited to learn. Uh, but I'm inspired by just so many. There are some people I've only met once, and mm-hmm. I'm inspired by you know, uh, by them. So I just. I'm just like in awe of how women move through the world. You know, I, I was mm-hmm. just having lunch with an executive and, you know, you think about how many things we as black women in particular um, juggle uh, very effortlessly. And uh, mm-hmm. the one thing that my father has always said, and, you know, I would say that he was the first feminist in my life, active feminist, um, but he mm-hmm. always has said, he's always said to me, she who can does. So if the idea has blossomed in your mind, that means, you know, God has whispered in your ear that you have the ability. We may not be able to see the ability in front right. of us, but it's, it's, it's within us. That's I know right. any time I had started to complain over the years, one time my dad just went and had it framed and mailed to me, and it just says, she who can does, like, he said, I'm going wow. to be a permanent reminder. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just, you know, I think it's important to even stay open about who who inspires us. Um, mm-hmm. we'll be, we'd be surprised um, when we're open enough to let it impact us. Right. That's a good point. That's a good point because sometimes, sometimes we can seem to think that, you know, we can't be inspired by people that are younger than us. You know, mm-hmm. and and we can, we can. So that's 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 good. You know, just to be open. Yes, yes, yes. If yeah. you well, had to highlight you two, I don't oh my know who god, who, was that? You two. who inspires who, us? Oh my god. 
I feel like all of the women in our family, Mm. like, Mm-hmm. Especially on my mother's side of the family, like our, my mother inspires me, mm-hmm. my aunt Nasir's mother inspired me. Um, mm-hmm. Our, you know, their mother, my grandmother, ins- I mean, inspired me probably more than they did. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just, just like, you know how sometimes we can t- we tend to always say, you know, real men this and real men that. I feel like they mm-hmm. were real women. You know, like mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Don't I don't want to necessarily compare them too much to women of today. Not to say that women of today aren't hard workers, but I learned so much about how to be a woman by the mm. things that they did, the things that they, they said, how they treated people. Um, mm-hmm. You know their quiet their quiet nature, um, and just you know the respect that they had for not just themselves, but for like men, like their husbands or, or, Mm -hmm. you know, their, their sons, you know, their, their, you know, it's just, just real women who Mm -hmm. just instilled Mm -hmm. real values into you, you know what I mean? And, and who went through a lot, but, you know, they, they came out strong. They didn't let certain things, you know, ruin them or, you know, they still loved in spite of all the Mm -hmm. things that they went through. And so, mm-hmm. you know, those are the women that inspired me. I'm Amazing. inspired by you. I'm, ins- I'm inspired by um, just, you know, your work ethic, the, the, the fact that you don't stop learning. Um, it's just like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here looking sometimes at your Instagram like, well, how many books is she reading? Like, like and what books is she reading? You know, I'm going to post a picture. Uh-huh. Of the books that I'm reading, I'm gonna post a picture yes, today. Yes, please do, please do. It's just like, like y'all said. I mean, is there anything that you don't know? Like that, that inspires. Oh my gosh, that inspires me. She's so, she's so silly. And thank you, I received that. I'm inspired by you too. I've watched you all in the business. Like I told you uh, the other day, I just get my, I get my check in. My mom keeps me up to breath on what you two are up to. Um, <laughs> so I've always been grateful that she's that you know that you all are in Atlanta and uh, kept up with her and in turn we've been able to keep up with you all but um i know that this business is is not for the feeble um and that you all have been able to blossom some incredible uh opportunities and entrepreneurial uh, opportunities for yourself and for others is just nothing short of um incredible and so i think you know, when you were speaking of the people that inspire you from your family, I was talking today to two of my friends just saying, you know, cellularly, women, and especially black women, we are cellularly compassionate humans. And so mm-hmm. many times we fill the void for other people, even if it's an employee, you know, that needs just a little TLC or a little like, hey, let me give you some side advice that could be helpful to you or, you know, I think we learn that from the women in our family. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. 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 Well, just like my um, sister said, I'm inspired by the women in my family. She kind of took the words out of my mouth, but little does she Mm. know I'm inspired. I'm inspired by her. So, you know, because I, Okay, even don't, make, don't make me cry. Okay. <laughs> but even though people make think they're exactly alike, 
you know, we're, people think we're exactly alike because we're twins and all this stuff. But there's a lot about us that is alike, but then there is a lot about us that's not. And we all, mm. people always say, you know, because we, we try to work together a lot, and we always say, you know, mm-hmm. we kind of balance each other, you know, what I'm stronger at, she may not be stronger at, and vice versa. But mm-hmm. I'm so inspired mm-hmm. by her um, for other reasons, and I feel like she's possessed of some qualities that I don't have or um, some things that I need to work on, probably, I should say. Mm. But, you know, but I, I'm, I'm really inspired by her, and she probably doesn't know it, but she knows it now. Um, but, yeah. So, you know, sometimes you, I feel like you can find inspiration. It doesn't have, you don't even have to go outside of your family. You don't even have to mm-hmm. – it doesn't have to be somebody famous. You know what I mean? It could just be somebody that, you, that you're with all the time, somebody that's by your side mm-hmm. all the time, and that's what it is. And that's really what mm-hmm. it is for me. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's what it is for me. That's beautiful. Let's talk a little Incredible. bit now about beauty about beauty and but I want to dig a little bit into because you you started off as a commercial actress some some time ago. Mm-hmm. How do you what would you say or in your opinion how do you believe Hollywood defines beauty? Oh my goodness. Um it depends on if you fall for the okie doke which is social media. Um mm-hmm. Hollywood would define beauty as unattainable, um, mm. exclusive, you know, exclusionary, um, only for those who, who can afford it, only for a certain type of person. When in fact, if we clear our mind of all social media that's not pouring into us, um, I honestly think that there is space in Hollywood that acknowledges that beauty is more than skin deep. Mm -hmm. Um, And so much of what we do in the world of beauty is to open up that space, to show that we belong. Uh, Many times you'll see, Mm -hmm. like, I'll share products. You know, I'll share products that I'm using or, you know, because I think it's, it's important for all of us to understand, like, all of this stuff is out there for us or substitutes for certain things are out mm-hmm. there for us in terms of aesthetic beauty. But um, I really do believe, and, and this is why I utilize my social media, media the way I do, I do believe that beauty is health, beauty is friendship. You know, beauty is sisterhood. I think, you know, I've met so many people just by some, you know, I have a dear friend now who reached out and said, I want to take a walk with you, a sunrise walk with you. And I was like, let's let's get it. And she was in on the East Coast. So I would get up early and we would FaceTime and walk together. Oh, wow. Um, Nice. So I think, you know. One thing that is important to me is to say, you know, I do come from good genes. My mama is cute. My dad is handsome. <laughs> yes. uh, all, you know, family is beautiful. I, you know, I'm grateful. My family is aesthetically beautiful, but more than that, they are 
kind. And mm-hmm. um, I think that's what I'm proudest to share and carry forward is that, you know, beauty is, is outside of the aesthetic that you see. How would you all define Absolutely. beauty? Especially being oh, in business. So many TV. definitions. <laughs> Um, I always, okay, you go. No, you go ahead. Okay. I always described beauty as the beauty that God sees, which is, you know, Mm. on the inside, you know, the beauty of your Mm -hmm. heart, you know, beauty that God sees. And it has nothing Mm. to do with the outside appearance, you know, because we have some beautiful people on the outside that are mean, they're nasty, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they say all the wrong things, they do all the wrong things. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah it's just the that. beauty that God sees. Mm. It's beautiful. Yeah, I agree. I have so many definitions of beauty. It just depends on where my mind is at the time. But yeah. I, just, I believe beauty is confidence, it's courage. It's, mm. you know, like seeing some of the things that you just said, kindness. Um, you know, it's it's giving. It's I think it's a a lot of things, but like my sister said, it definitely comes from within. Though it's it's definitely not a physical thing. Um, it, you know, it's definitely an inside thing, for sure. And sometimes, you know, that's hard. You know, coming from the beauty industry, it's hard though sometimes to convince people of that. Some people are so stuck on the physical, you know, for various right. reasons. And sometimes, they're, sometimes their reasoning, you know, you know, is something deep from within that they're struggling with for some people, you know. And some people are just so attached to social media that, you know, they can't see past that. So, it, you know, it's a, it's a lot for some people, but, but for some, right. you know, they struggle with that definition. And that's one mm-hmm. of the questions that mm-hmm. we normally – that's one of the questions that we normally ask our guests at the end of the show. And I remember mm-hmm. years ago we were, we were interviewing an actress, and I thought maybe she was going to give a quick answer because sometimes people normally give something really quick. And she started talking about, she, I think she has two sisters, and she started talking about her two sisters. And basically mm. she, she kind of shared that she didn't feel beautiful. And it was, mm. and she was comparing. She was comparing herself to her sisters, and it was some, you know, internal issues, you know, amongst them or whatever. But that she was kind of hinting around to. Um, but that that really made me think about that question that we would always ask. And I was like, you know, it's it's deeper than I really thought for some people. You know, some people really really struggle yes. with that. Yes. They really do. Yes. Yeah, and I think it's a lifelong struggle. You know, the beauty mm-hmm. industry, the magazines and such have positioned us to want to feel worthy if we look a certain way. It's only in the recent years where they pulled back on the retouching and they pulled back yeah. on the mod- modifications and they've increased and expanded their offerings for uh, different skin tones, for different sizes of women and and so we're just getting used to being beautiful we're just Mm -hmm. getting used to it 
Yeah. You know, so we have to give we have yeah. to give ourselves and one one another grace, which is why I even think it's important. Like we see each other on the streets, like says you look you are beautiful. You know, right. It's important that that we offer that to one another out in the world that we see one another. And one of the things exactly. I'm happy about now, you're beginning to see now in a lot of TV and film, you're starting to see a lot of natural hair. Um, my sister and I have been pushing for years for, for makeup artists mm-hmm. to kind of pull, to pull back on some of that makeup mm-hmm. and, and really make the skin the focus. Like we try to teach our actors, like you have to take mm-hmm. care of your skin. And then that way mm. we're coming in with le- with less makeup. So it's really good to see like skin on on our actors. Even yes. if there is a little te- even if there is a little texture, but still just to see the natural skin, the natural hair. I'm I'm loving it. I'm just hoping that we'll you know, we'll be able to see a little bit more of that. Well, you know what's interesting what you said? The fact that you said even if there's a little texture, you didn't say imperfection. You didn't say right. bumps. It's, it's, we right. have to rename. We have to rename yes. the, these moments that have been positioned to us as negative. Right. You know? um, even with Yara's Dior campaign, she's a global face for Dior beauty. The first thing she did when they approached her, she said, let me try the makeup. She used it for a Full season on Gronish. And she's like, my goodness. One, the range of colors. But two, my skin is so healthy. Mm-hmm. And she had oh, struggled. Wow. She had struggled with her skin. Um, and so the idea that, like you're saying, we should be leading with the health of our skin and start to get comfortable with being, you know, our face forward. Let's enhance. Let's have fun, but, you know, this is not the art of camouflage, nor should it be. Right. 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 That's absolutely right, because that's all that's going to happen when you don't take care of the skin. It's going to be a lot of camouflaging, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it doesn't look good. So. so if you had one woman that you could highlight for Women's History Month, who would it be? And why? Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> um, I would say one of my dearest friends. Uh, her name is Joan. She's a professor um, of social work. Uh, I've never known someone to uh, know at a very early age what her purpose was and is, and that is to be of service to brown and black students. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I would highlight her because I've watched her ascent in the world of academia uh, with joy. She's just joy-filled, even in the midst of really, really difficult um, situations. You know, academia, that doesn't historically hold space for us as black women. Um and so I would highlight her. I would highlight her because I think what she represents to me are the silent uh, carriers of the dreams of others. And there are so many of mm-hmm. us out there that carry other, other people's 
dreams with us as we open the door to our dreams. We are extremely right. mindful and we bring others with us. She, that's what she represents to me. Nice. That's beautiful. Nice. I love that. Well, Carrie, time. Never long enough. And I'm so Never happy. long enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll you never you when, I, when I come to Atlanta. I will yes. come to <laughs> Yes, please. Never long enough. And I'm, but thank you so much. Yes. I'm grateful to you both. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. I'm grateful to have you. We appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Tell everyone we said hello. Absolutely. And we'll see you in Atlanta. Sounds good. It's a deal. Don't be mad. All right. Show up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cousin. Talk to you okay. later. All right. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. Good night. Big thank you to Miss Carrie Shahidi for dropping by tonight. Greatly appreciate and her. And dropping um, some gems. Yes, absolutely. She doesn't know, but I um, she said You're some things notes. that kind of, huh? No, but she said some things. Yeah, because she said some things that kind of confirmed some things for me. So, um, you know, um, yeah, very good show, very inspiring. Um, I'm I'm glad we were able to get her on before Women's History Month ended. Um, there were a couple other people that I wanted to try to get on as well for this month, but the scheduling just didn't, you know, work out because we already had a few shows booked already. So I'm glad we were able to get her in here, um, you know, but I'm so thankful for those who are listening tonight and for those, again, who will listen on the playback. We greatly appreciate you guys' support. Now, last Sunday night we did not jump on Twitter, and then we promised that we would do something during the week, and guess what? We forgot. So tonight <laughs> we are jumping over on Twitter. You know, what is it? I can't remember if it's Spaces. Is it Twitter Spaces? Spaces. Spaces. It's Twitter Spaces. spaces. I want to say rooms, but it's Spaces. <laughs> so Facebook is the room, right? Yeah, Facebook and Instagram okay. are the rooms. Okay, gotcha. So we will be on Twitter Spaces. Just give us a, you know, a few minutes to get it set up. And we'll jump over there and talk about tonight's show and anything else you all want to talk about. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. And, again, a big thank you to Ms. Carrie Shahidi for coming by and dropping a few gems. We really enjoyed it. Um, and to all of the inspiring women in the world, we say thank you for all that you do. Um, like I said earlier, we can find, you can find inspiration anywhere. Um, doesn't this have to be somebody famous or somebody you see, you know, on TV or something? The person that sits at the desk next to you at work, you know, um, your neighbor, anybody. Definitely you can find inspiration anywhere. So, again, we are celebrating Women's History Month, and we are very thankful for tonight's guest. In the meantime, you guys, jump on over to Twitter. We'll be on Twitter Spaces in a few minutes. Um, but you can follow my sister and I both 
um, on all social media platforms. I am Janice Tunnell, that's J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L, and my sister is Denise, D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L, on all social media platforms. And Beauty Talk on Facebook, it's Beauty Talk Online. On Twitter, it's Beauty underscore Talk. And on Instagram, we are Beauty underscore Talk underscore Media. So join us. You'll see the Beauty underscore Talk account on Twitter, and you'll see us out there on Twitter spaces in a few more minutes, okay? All right, everybody, have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.